0: We ought not deprecate how a person feels. Let them express their feelings, and then when we communicate, we must own our feelings. Not you did this to me, no, what you did made me feel this way.
1: Welcome to Treasure Truth with Pastor and Author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor at the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hillard. Glad you're with us as we continue our message all about communication and how it's the key to any and every relationship. And Pastor, uh, you pointed out what may seem to be some uh, a subtle or insignificant difference just a, a second ago. We don't express, you did this to me, but you said it's better to say things more like, what you did made me feel this way. Why is that such an important difference in communication? Well, because in the previous, you're affixing blame. Hmm. Uh,
0: On the latter, you're owning your own feelings. So, you know, we are creatures that are often moved by our feelings. Sure. And so I could do the same thing to you every day, and you can have a different reaction every day depending on what kind of mood you're in. Yeah. You know, and so oh, yeah. you think about it in a marriage relationship. You know, there. I remember one time my wife got upset because I didn't take the garbage out. You know, she said, you, you need to take this garbage out. By now, like Lazarus, it stinks. You know, but I can remember not taking the garbage out for three or four days. <laughs> you know, I thought I yeah. had some grace here. Yeah, yeah. But she was in a
1: different mood. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's what happens. Makes all the difference there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, you made a, another point. We ought not to deprecate how a person feels. Makes sense, okay? We're, We're not going to tell somebody their feelings are illegitimate. But when that happens to us, let's flip that on its head. Okay. When that happens to us and we try and be vulnerable, express our feelings to someone, and they put it down and shut us down, how do you handle that? Well, here's how I usually handle
0: it. I say, excuse me. I gave you the opportunity or I'll give you the opportunity to express how you feel. Uh, Right now, uh, it seems to me that you think I'm attacking you. I'm not attacking you. Hmm. I'm trying to express to you how I feel so that you understand the different situations that uh, we are in and be able to respond in a manner that doesn't violate who I am and how I feel. The same thing I want to do for you. You know, you shared that this is how you feel about it. Now I have to look at things from your perspective yeah. so that I can know why you feel that way. Or at least I don't even have to know why that you feel that way. If, if I'm any kind of friend or someone who loves Jesus, I'm going to make an effort uh, to minister to you in the way you feel. Mm-hmm. Jesus did it all the time. Sure. People really needed to be saved he would meet their felt needs so he
1: can give them their real need. Yeah. Well, I wish we had more time to go a little deeper with that, but uh, we do need to get into Proverbs chapter 10 today as we continue the message, communication, the key to any and every relationship. Here is Pastor Ford.
0: So here now uh, is the demonstration of communication. Let me give it to you. Uh, I want you to understand it. Five levels of communication. And so uh, Gary Chapman came up with him, and then I I didn't uh, 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 want to copy his. I I came up with my own. Uh, So here's the first level, the frivolous level, the frivolous level. Now, what's that? That's when we have cliche conversation, where we talk about the weather. Frivolous level is superficial. 90% of conversation is on the frivolous level. What's happening? Uh, the weather is changing and so that's most conversation then then let her be the factual level the factual that's where you talk about people places and things people places and things and so now I want you to see uh, that these levels you get deeper and deeper in communication And, and so I wondered I said to myself self Wonder what Adam and Eve talked about. The weather was always nice, and there was no other people to talk about. And everybody knows you to have at least two friends, one to talk to and one to talk about. And so the third level, now we're starting to get into the deep water. The third level is the feeling level. The feeling, now we bring in it, we're bringing in our emotions. And let me tell you, uh, in any situation that you're in, who's the first responder? The flesh. In a crisis, the flesh is usually the first responder. Which means then, we ought to think before we speak. Now, we're going to talk about it. It is one of the principles we'll talk about a little later. But let me jump on it a little early. James says this, let every man be slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to anger. Zeno said it this way, God gave us two ears and one mouth, which means we should listen twice as much as we speak. A wise old owl lived in an oak. The more he knew, the less he spoke. The less he spoke, the more he knew. And this same thing applies to you. See, when you talk, you only say what you know. But when you listen, you may find out something that you don't know. So the emotional level, feeling. Now, we've got to be very careful. Uh, Why? Because people feel the way they feel because they feel the way they feel. You feeling me? And so we ought not deprecate how a person feels. Let them express their feelings. And then when we communicate, we must own our feelings. Not you did this to me, no. What you did made me feel this way. My wife got mad about the garbage. She don't get mad about the garbage all the time. There's something else going on. We'll talk about that in a moment. I'm I'm, going to turn you all into counselors. Counselors. Every one of you. So then the next level is the friendship level. Now you're talking about values, values, judgments, goals, and mores, M-O-R-E-S. What are mores? Moral values. And so values, Goals, judgments, and mores. Now you're on the friendship level. The deepest level is what I call the fellowship level. That's where you're you're sharing the deepest, most intimate thoughts that you have. Your wildest dreams, your greatest aspirations, uh, your most intimate hopes and fears. So you're building intimacy with this kind of communication because this kind of communication makes you vulnerable. So if I were to say to you, who is your best friend? Whoever your best friend is, and remember, we, we only got one or two. Anybody say to a guy? oh, I got friends everywhere. You, you are deluded and you get in trouble. You'll see how many friends you have. Uh, but what happens? How did you uh, become best friends? Can I tell you? I am where you, whether you give me permission to or not because you built trust. Now, what's the opposite of trust? Okay, that's the number one answer. Survey says mistrust, it's not. The opposite of trust is vulnerability. Because that's how you build trust. So why is that person your best friend? Because you gave them some information. And they didn't take it to Facebook. They didn't take it to the prayer meeting. They really were taking it to the grave. And you knew you could trust them. So you gave them some more intimate information. And they didn't violate you. and, And they covered you. And they kept it to themselves. And you trust them with more. Now your best friend is the person that you have become most vulnerable with. If you're married, it ought to be your spouse. But in 85% of marriages, it's not. Go ahead, look at somebody say, Dead monkey on the line somewhere. And so what happens as you get to this deep level and you have to be discerning because you can't trust everybody with this. Now, the deepest level, the fellowship level includes the other four. So the frivolous level, when you go to the factual level, it includes the frivolous and the factual. And when you go to the feeling level, it includes the factual and the frivolous. And when you go to the friendship, it includes the feeling and the factual and the frivolous. Now, when you get to the fellowship, it's the previous four plus much more. So let me show you, let me give you an example of of, of what what happens when you violate the vulnerability of somebody at that level, on the fellowship level. Let's say you're at that level. Let me, you know, I I always use my my, my wife and I as an illustration of this. Um, My wife has had uh, eight businesses in five years. I am the primary investor, as a matter of fact, I'm the only investor, and I've never drawn a dividend in any of those businesses, not a penny. So let's say my wife works, okay, and then she comes to me and she says, I got an idea for another business. And I say, the last eight businesses failed, all I'm doing is pumping money in, and we're not getting anything, it's supposed to be a business not a hobby? Now, what did I do? Yeah, he said, you messed up. <laughs> but what I did was I violated her vow. Now, her next dream, you think she gonna share with me? Now, let's say she works and she goes to work and Pretty Tony, well, let me not say Pretty Tony because we have an elder named Tony, so. Um, um, pretty Ricky, yeah, Pretty Ricky. She goes to work, and pretty ricky been trying to step to her, but he knows she's a believer, and she knows he's trying to step to her. He comes up, and he says, hey, you don't look like yourself today. Where's that happy in Jesus? Just, just just, let it alone. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, I'm, but I'm used to seeing you, you know. Hey, praise the Lord. What's wrong? For real? Something wrong for real? No, I don't like to see you like that. You know, now you know I like you now. You know, I don't like to see you like that. Nothing. Nothing, Tony. Nothing. Okay, next day, you know, because her face is down, you know, look like she's been sucking on a lemon. You know, what's, what's, what's wrong? I mean, you know, I mean, look, look, I know you're married, happily married, I ain't trying to step to you or nothing like that. I just, you know, I just hate to see one of my coworkers looking like this. Well, nothing's wrong, you know, I really, I've just been, meditating on a business I want to start. Business? Girl, look. I tell everybody around here, you should be running this place. You you more stooped than the manager. You know, what kind of business are you thinking about? Well, I was thinking about discount. Kind of, oh, wow, that's a great idea. Tell me more. What just happened? My husband violated my vulnerability. And here this guy is listening to me. So the next day, he, didn't, he got the, all the news and he didn't dug up a couple articles out of the paper, you know, and he brings the next day, and he knows she likes roses because I done brought some to the job. So he brings a rose. Now, look, I know you happily married everything, but, you know, I just, I said, she likes roses. Let me brighten up her day. Then next thing I know, two weeks later, she used to wear blue jeans and and a blouse. Now she's wearing St. John and and, and white diamond. And, you know, I, I thought Friday was dress down day for them, but, you know, I just, like, I don't... I'm telling you, that's how that mess starts. That's how it starts. You see? And so what happened? I violated her vulnerability. And somebody else affirmed her. And that's how how it happened. I'm telling you.
1: You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford and uh, some real practical insight today on why communication is so important, why it's the key to any and every relationship. We're going to get back to this message in just one moment. But this might be a, a series that you want to make sure you don't miss any of these broadcasts. Come to our website. You can listen online to any that you may have missed. You can sign up to begin podcasting. To make sure that you don't miss any going forward from here you can also listen online through the moody radio app and we'll link you to that if you don't have it already just come to our website for all of these links our website address is treasuretruthradio.org all right let's get back to the message here is pastor ford
0: so when you look at uh this scenario then uh, let's look at the details of communication now i'm going to go through these principles and I'm going to save some time, uh, so I won't get too many today. But, but here's, the, here's the thing that I've learned. I've been doing marital counseling longer than I've been a pastor. So I started counseling people before I ever became a pastor because God saved our marriage. And then people would just come and say, hey, we know you guys are headed for the divorce court. What happened? And then we would just tell them what happened. And over the years, God, you know, gave— gave us some wisdom from the word so that we would be able to give people scripture. Now, here's what I found. In, 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 in my almost 38 years of marital counseling, that one of the biggest problems is that we don't know the difference, basic general difference, in how men communicate, by and large, and there's always exceptions to the rule. So like whenever whenever I say, you know, generally women talk more than men generally, but not every woman does. And we know a couple of brothers in our assembly who could out talk any woman, any 10 women. (laughs) I I, I read that thought. And pastor, you're one of them. (laughs) My wife used to have to tell me all the time. We have signals, you know, and she gave me the signal. And when she gave me the signal, that meant, would you let somebody else talk? You say, what's the signal? Ain't none of your business what the signal is. Anyway, so here it is, here it is. Let's talk about details of communication. Uh, Letter A, learn the difference between male and female patterns of communication. And, 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 And generally, underline generally. Because we are different, we are different, and we need to explore some of the differences that we have when it comes to um, communication. Uh, So here it is, let's start. First of all, women are generally storyliners, men are headliners. So generally men, they are what the headlines are. That's their focus. Women are storyliners. And so you you see it all the time. If If I come home, I say to my wife, what's for dinner? And she'll say something like this, well, I went over to Jewel to get some chicken but you know it really wasn't uh, I mean I, I knew that red stuff it, it's something they pumped in it so you know I'm, I was heading over to Food for Less and when I go over to Food for Less you know I saw on the lottery line Deacon Smith was in the lottery he trying to fool somebody but I know and that girl man that Cooper girl she pregnant again your kids was acting up in school today I said What's for dinner? How come you can't say chicken? Get to it. That's the way men are. So I go to the hospital, the Evans had their baby and uh, it was a boy and uh, uh, weighs seven pounds, 14 ounces. Oh, okay, uh, does she have a natural birth or a C-section? I ain't asked that woman that. Well, how long was the baby? About that long, I don't know. You know, it's like all these questions. You know, you know, brothers, if, if, if you are married and if you're single, you need to write this down. It's free of charge. Here's what I found. I used to be one of these husbands that like when the wife says, where you been? Where you going? Come on, I'm a grown man. Checking up on me? No, not checking up on me. First of all, she's concerned about me. That's what it is. And get this, here's what I found out. It may be just my wife, maybe not your wife. You know, throw it out when you, when you leave. Here's what I found. All the questions are designed to give her information that will create intimacy because even though she wasn't there, she has a sense of companionship with me if she knows everything I did. So whenever I go somewhere, Brother Joel, I, when I come back, I sit down. I say, I left three days ago and went to Midway and we were talking about this, that, and the other on the way. I was down in the airport. I saw a couple of our members. I tried to hide, but they saw me. (laughs) Yeah, I got on the plane. I was witnessing to a person. Let me tell you how I started this thing. And I said that I go through all three days, all three days. Because I know that makes her feel a part of who I am and what I'm doing. And since I know she's concerned when I'm supposed to be home after Bible study at nine and I'm talking to some of you and it's getting late, excuse me a minute, I run in my office. I know I should have been home at nine, but I'm talking to Elder Vaughn, and I'm talking to this person, that person, I should be home by 9.30, and if I'm not going to be home by 9.30, I go in there and call again. Won't be home at 9.30, because I know the importance of that kind of communication for her. So when you look at what's going on, generally women are storyliners, men are headliners, which means then, by and large, They're going to want to know the details. And by and large, we don't like to give details. What is this, an interrogation? No, it's not an interrogation. It's information for intimacy. What is it, brothers? Information for intimacy. Share. Because that makes them feel that they're a part of you. Amen. And so, here, here, here's, here's the second one. We'll finish these. Uh-uh, oh. Women talk to share. Men talk to solve. So we're, we're generally more pragmatic. Don't take offense at that. Because we are. That's God put it in our DNA. Because what did he tell us to do? Work. And he made us pragmatic. So men are solvers. And women are sharers. So here it is, typical situation. Uh, Yeah, such and such and such and such. Oh, here's what you do. A, B, C, D. One, two, three, four. Hey, it's done. I guarantee you, if your spouse or your girlfriend would be honest with you, most of the time, all they want to do is get it out. They're not looking for an answer. They're not looking for an answer. And the first thing we want to do is, give an answer. That's right, because we are fixers. Yeah, and everything can't be fixed. Sometimes they just
1: want you to know how they feel. It's so important for us to keep that in mind, isn't it? All right, guys, we can go home tonight. Ask your wife, if you're married, how she's feeling. We're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford. As we take a look at communication from the book of Proverbs, it's really the key to any and every relationship, and we're discovering why in this short series. You can always listen to each and every program. If you come to our website, it's treasuredtruthradio.org, and there you can stream the program through your computer or mobile device. You can download an MP3 for free, or you'll find a link there to begin to podcast of the program. And by doing that, you'll be able to listen on the go whenever it fits your schedule. One other link to help you listen on the go, and that's the Moody Radio app. Not only can you listen to Pastor Ford's teaching, but other programs produced by Moody Radio, and the app is free. We'll link you to it when you come to treasuredtruthradio.org. But whether you listen to our programming on the app, through a podcast, online, or over the radio, it's all made possible because of your generosity. So we're listener supported, and that's exactly what it sounds like. Those who listen to Pastor Ford's teaching, who find value in it, who are growing in their walk with Christ because of it, give generously to support this program on this station. So if you're benefiting from listening, would you give a gift today? You can come to our website and give online. and That can be a one-time gift or a regular monthly gift. Just come to treasuredtruthradio.org and click on the link that says Make a Donation. Again, that's treasuredtruthradio.org and make a donation. Well, thanks for doing that. Thanks also to our producer, Amy Rios. For Pastor Forward, I'm Steve Hiller. Treasured Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.